We are back with the Running Lifestyle Culture podcast. This week, one of my good friends, Hernsy Hearns, he's out here. He's actually in Belgium calling hey. because he's international. <laughs> this guy, um, well, you know what? I'm not going to do the intro because on this podcast, it's always the guest that does the intro. So, Hearns, okay. can we get your full name and an intro? Actually, no, you don't, you don't need to give us your full name, but give us an intro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it's a long one, but uh, let's let's go for Coach Hernsey for now. Yeah, Coach Hernsey, nice. um, ca- Canada born, Amsterdam raised, uh, blood goes through West Africa, Ghana to be specific. Yes, that's um, what I'm talking about. Yeah, mentioned I'm a coach, I'm a trainer, uh, doing mostly the time, most most of my time, I'll be, I'm a group trainer uh, within Spin within a boot camp. So, uh, yeah, I would say 45 minutes of, um, let's say body part focus, the boot camps. So you could say lower body or upper body. Uh, I mentioned spin and, uh, now also concentrating on, uh, personal training as well for those who need a one-on-one session, uh, avid runner, member of the Pata running team. Yep. Uh, yep, yep. yeah, man. The, the 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 lovely crew and 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 just a happy individual healthy individual right now so really appreciating that right now yes yes hernsey has got that energy he's one of those infectious people hernsey is uh during the pandemic he was keeping people uh living keeping people you know happy online with his with his uh with his online you know live sessions um and yeah, exciting. So let's let's start from the beginning. I think, like, let's talk about kind of because obviously we met through um, run, running culture, like running crew culture, where we met. Um, so Hans runs with uh, Pata, and I was running with Rundem and Track Mafia. And how did you start running with with Pata? Um, there has to I have to bring it back to my uh, track and field days. Okay. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I was a track and field athlete for the longest time. I was an 800 meter, uh, focused on the 800 meters. Oh, wow. With, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did an 800 meter. Uh, I was focused on that. And obviously, you do a 400 once in a while. You do mile races once in a while. That's part of training. Yeah. But uh, all uh, concentrated on making the 800 time go down, down, and down. Yeah. Uh, discovered that was my discovery with running, you know. Uh, yeah, I wasn't really a fan of, uh, because obviously there's parts of strength training that you need to have. That 800 is that middle ground, right? That speed and that long distance endurance is just quite in the middle, almost like a long sprint. Yeah. So I kind of got to do the, the, I guess, the more explosive uh, explosive sprint training that sprinters get that do the 100 and 200 and 400 meters. And then you got the long distance training that milers do and 10K runners do. So did I got you, did to do that. Did you enjoy the 800? So it's painful. Yeah, bro. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> it's a painful one. It's pain management all the way, I have to say, right? But uh, you know, it was it was it was a funny discovery because I never ever thought that you know I could be efficient and uh and, and become a very good eight hundred meter runner. So the curiosity of how far can I take this really pushed me through. Uh, how long I pushed through. So. Did this in the U.S., uh, moved back to Amsterdam and uh, continued training there. And back in the days, Coach Jay, who was the trainer of Pata running team, was doing their interval trainings in the Olympic Stadium, which was my training facility. 
at the time. And I knew Jay from back in the days, but Jay never knew that I was a track and field runner until I had a training on Thursday and he was doing their NRC uh, interval trainings over there. And he saw me running. And uh, at the time I was wearing running with uh, Adidas. And obviously he was heavy equipped with Nike. And first of all, he was super happy to see me, but then obviously saw me equipped in uh, Adidas at the time. <laughs> You're running the wrong stuff. And uh, <laughs> after training, we got to sit down. We had a couple, we had a nice little uh, tea after our sessions, after he was done uh, giving a class, uh, uh, interval training and I was done with my own training. We sat down and, uh, you know, it was a catch up and he told me about uh, Pata running team. You know, obviously I've seen it online, but I obviously didn't know really what it was until he got to sit down with me and really told me about the community vibes it is, but not only in Amsterdam and the crew, but with the community that they uh, build up in New York and, and, and in London, uh, but even Bulgaria, Germany. And that was really interesting. I really loved it. And uh, I moved away from Amsterdam uh, for four and a half years. And I really remember how much I enjoyed um getting to know new cultures, you know, and that's exactly what he said. He was like, you know what, you should just come for a training, get to know the team, come and run with us as well, um, you know, so one of my training days, my long run days, were then now a long run with Pata running team, with, which my coach was okay with, and I got to know the team, and then you just bond, man, like, yeah. uh, it's, 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 it's your type of people, serious training, but serious laughter, and something I really, really, really recognized myself with. And I was really going through a rough time at the time. And um, that was my outlet, seeing them, you know, at least once a week. And I could still do my training and still have my laughs. So that really helped out, man. Nice. I didn't know you were an 800 meter runner, man. But it makes a lot yeah, of sense man. because I've run with you and you got some power. You got some power, brother. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, still, I'm still not under the 150, man. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging on that 150 uh, line, man. Oh, really? Trying to get down. Yeah, Trying yeah. to get down. Nice, nice. So, like, yeah, when, when you joined Pata, so you talked about the community vibes, and then, you know, when you joined Pata, did you, did you fly out as well to, to, the, to all the different communities and different... Yes. Yes, yes. So what would happen is um, they would announce races that we're training for. And obviously, it's up to you if you want to train for that training, if you have the time. And obviously, if you have the time to travel. Um, and my first race, uh, fortunately, um, I did. Uh, I started with my uh, 10K, which was organized in Amsterdam. Yeah. And uh, a Bridge the Gap event was uh, organized around it, the Amsterdam edition. Um and that was my first Bridge the Gap experience, um, hometown, home base. Nice. And uh, I was absolutely flat, uh, absolutely flabbergasted of the stuff that would, what, what would went down. Obviously, all crews flying down to Amsterdam, uh, specific spaces where we uh, um, meet up to obviously get to know each other, but also to have a shake-up run and obviously the race day himself. So... You see these people back, so you get to know people, and then you hear they're from South Africa, you hear they're from Korea, yeah. and you're just standing there like, I would have never thought that I would meet somebody from Korea or uh, from South Africa, and there would be vibes like that, and you're just talking about something similar, uh, a common ground, which is the running, and how they experience it in their country, and how we experience it in our country, and obviously conversations can go everywhere from that point on. And then you build a relationship with them. You, 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 you grab a contact and then you get to communicate with these people 
as much as you can and as much as you want. So that was a beautiful thing. But it was a 10K race. That was my first race uh, with Pata running team. And then the first time I flew out was Germany. Nice. Germany, Berlin. Berlin half. Berlin half was my first uh, international uh, race. Uh, yeah, race. Nice. Uh, nice. Nice half marathon. Very nice one to run, I yeah. would say. I think you agree. Was yeah, it, isn't there good. your PRs there, right? Or was it in London? No, my PR is, um, there's one in this, this place called Chippenham. It's like outside of London. It's close to, uh, it's on the way kind of west of England. Um, yeah. And that was uh, earlier this year, actually. I ran um, uh, 76, which is like my PR, yeah. So 116. Ooh. Yeah, that was, Ooh. I was in shape. I was in shape. But um, Trying to go to that 110, eh? Yeah, that's the aim. One ten is one ten is the is the aim, and and yeah, we'll see. I think you know. I think Ooh, I as, as you said, like it's about the. I think if you enjoy it, if you're enjoying your training, if you're enjoying meeting up with the people, and you know, just going through the going through the motions. I think when you're enjoying yeah. it, then and you must have had it when you were kind of. So did you go out to run in the US? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, so I actually moved to the U.S. Uh, with a, a football scholarship. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Football scholarship first. So that was my uh, initial uh, reason why I went. Um, long story short, my senior year, which is your last year that you attend school there, um, I got um, uh, taken away from me because of NCAA regulations. And I... I violated one of the regulations, I guess, after research. Um, the Well, the rule states that if you were a professional athlete before, you're not allowed to get a scholarship. And their uh, definition of a professional athlete is, did you get paid to play? Simple as that. Yeah. Right? Or did you get sponsored to play? Um, you fill out a questionnaire, and a misread for me made it look like I got sponsored. And, uh, and sponsored, meaning I get paid to play in their terms. Yeah. So, because it was just for one year that they uh, 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 they thought it was only for one year, one year was taken away from me. It was my senior year. Uh, scholarships, uh, take care of your schooling, uh, your school tuition. Yeah. And school tuition in the U.S. is uh, quite expensive. And, you know, yeah. at the time, my parents are hardworking, but at the time, you couldn't. that was just an impossible task to get paid for it. Um, but there was a rule, we found a loophole that people go for their masters. They do two years of masters after their bachelors mm -hmm. and uh, NCAA, which is the whole organization around college sports, grants you an extra year that you can pay, get paid to play. But okay. you have to switch sports. You have oh. to switch sports uh, for that rule to uh, be applied. And then uh, obviously the school can grant you another scholarship if you're good enough in the sports, obviously. I had pace. I was a wing back uh, up and down the field. And they were like, Hans, why don't you try track and field? You know, you got pace. I think you could do it. You got condition. Obviously, you're up and down the field. You should give it a try. In my head, it was like, you know what? I really want to make sure that I keep playing and I can, you know, get my school paid for. Yeah. And that's how I got into track and field. Did a tryout. Uh, after a couple of trainings, they put me in a 400-meter race. I can remember vividly. It was in, my, uh, in uh, uh, Florida, Tampa. And I did a 400 meters race and I just made, I just went. But obviously, you know, 400 meters is you got to 
you gotta, you know, build up to it before you go for your all out, right? 400 meters is a whole lot, man. You can't just go all out, but that's all I did. But obviously, I have no experience. They put me in the blocks. I never had block training. Yeah, now, you should have seen me, right? <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, lactic acid kicks in at 350, and yeah, but because I already made such a good lead for myself, obviously that last 150 was horrible. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, it's like a slow motion going yeah. on through this finish line. But I made such a big lead for myself. I won that race. And wow. everybody was like, first, first race, mate, did you know what you ran? I was like, what? Well, 49 seconds, my first ever 400 meter race. What? And they were like, this is no proper training. This is nothing. This is just Ernst, try it out. So that made them uh, uh, believe like, okay, we can actually make something out of this. Let's try it out. You know, uh, nobody just runs a 49 in his first ever race. So um, let's go out of it. So, and after a couple of trainings, they found out that I was a better 800 meter runner. I was just missing a little bit of more speed uh, in the 400 meters. Uh, but then I transitioned to 800 meters and I got to go to the national championship for the 800 meters in the, in the US, man. With my wow. 150, 150 I uh, clocked on the... That's incredible. The 800, yeah, man. Made it to semis. Didn't go to the finals, but I uh, made it to semis. I actually ran with, um, I don't know if you know him, Drew Wendell. He was a U.S. Olympian for 800 meters. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, he, he actually won the, the national championship that year. But yeah, he was in my heat, man. This is big. Also, yeah, man. I was shoulder to shoulder with him, but fuck, he... Oh, sorry. I cursed him. That. <laughs> That's <laughs> but, cool. But he... He, he did it so well. He was just sitting in the back with me. And I thought, oh, yeah, I got him, I got him, I got him. Obviously, I heard about him. He was talented. But yeah. that last 100 meters, he just left me. There's always that he guy, just, right? There's always yeah, that guy. Man. 100%. He was just saving it for the end. But yeah, man, so it's cool. It's cool to have done that, you know, and, 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 and have that experience. So so yeah, now, now are the, you going longer? Like, are you, are you, so, you know, you talked about your half. Have you done marathons? Like, where are you, where are you at? Running wise, what's the longest you run? Uh, I'm still on half. I'm still on a half, and I'm slowly trying to transition to fulls. But I guess my journey on how I became a runner, I I try to apply that to the marathon, and it's not an easy task like that. I guess the 400 I got a little bit more lucky in, but you can't just jump to a marathon just like that. You really want to have a good base of aerobic training in. So I'm making that transition now because uh, I made the I made the mistake of uh, trying to do too much too soon and too fast in training, and I got a little bit injured. I felt like I'm doing. Uh, I felt like I was uh, overloading muscles, especially in my hips and my calf. And I would always get into. It was always coming back that as soon as I wanted to go in too fast and too soon, yeah, with longer runs, runs. Yeah. That's when I would start feeling injuries in calves and my hip bothering me, and then I'll. I would just sit back a couple of days, do a little bit more mobility, a little bit more rolling, and it will feel good when I will go back on the road again, but when I was running slower and longer instead of like fast and long, because obviously I went, it went to my head. I was like, why can I not do this? Why can I not do this? So I'm, I'm now trying to learn the patience of um, slowly building up your distance and longer. Yeah. I was hoping to uh, run the four in October, but that wasn't happening. So I got a little bit more time to work on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm transitioning to that, man. I'm really loving it. Exciting. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. With, the, with those 800 meter times and the 400 meter times, you're going to be, once you get into a flow and you're progressive, I think it's going to be, 
It's going to be a wrap, so people just watch out because Hearns yeah. is coming. <laughs> oh, man. It's just frustrating, you know, because you, you feel like you have the pace for it, but you just don't have the, I guess, the volume. Yeah. I yeah. would say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And your body's, your body's not just robust enough. You know, you haven't got the durability, like, um, because it's just that constant. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I'm working on it, man. But uh, thanks for your content, man. Content is helping me a lot. Thank it you, is. my brother. Thank you. Yeah, just trying out. I think the main aim for me is to make things personable. So that's that's the whole point with this podcast. You know, I'm a physio, but it's also important to say, you know, I'm a person and I have friends and we talk about lots of different things. And, you know, Hernsey and I were talking before we start this podcast and we we're like, well, we just want to make it relaxed. You know, we want to make this accessible and, um, yeah, just talk about life in general. And I think, you know, yeah. Hernsey, you're, you're a trainer as well. So, I really like sending people to trainers um, in, in, and, you know, for them to get some some insight of, you know, the different ways they can train. And you said, you know, you do you do kind of bodyweight boot camp stuff and yeah. I've seen you do um, spin classes as well. And like, yeah. do you do you um, like what's 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 your take on on that for runners? Do you have a lot of runners maybe that come to your class to, you know, build up and do some cross training? Do you have? Oh, definitely. Um, you know, it's, it, it was a safe haven for me and, 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 and it definitely kept. So we were talking about how I would get injured, right? Yeah. Because of the, the, me going in too fast, too soon. Yeah. So obviously that gets me away from running, but the, but I'm a spin coach and I would, I would see that I would come back and it was kind of a, uh, I guess, a plus and a minus for me because I would get back and because of all the base that I created on the bike and uh, I was doing, I guess, my conditioning training and cross training, I felt that I didn't miss anything in terms of running. But again, because you feel like, oh, I'm still fit, you're still trying to go as fast as you wanted to go in the beginning, which is the, the, the mistake that I would always make. But it is good for now for me to know like, okay, good, I can rely on my bike when I'm not uh, uh, capable of running, right? So, but in my injury times, I would give my spin classes and I would give my, give my base. So I would really recommend it to everyone that, you know, uh, obviously we are all on our own journey, trying to figure out how we can become better runners. And yes, you will slip up and you will get injured, but that doesn't, shouldn't stop you from training. Yeah, so, definitely. You know, uh, if, if, if anything, and it doesn't have to be with me, but if you can jump into a spin class once in a while, you know, instead of a long run day, just jump into a spin class or jump on the bike. And there's enough, 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 enough training that you can find online. You can also reach out to your local spin instructor and ask them for a little program that you can run on your own bike if you don't have the possibility to go to a class. Yeah. And we know people are training at home, so definitely go to Hernsey's Instagram because he's got some bodyweight stuff there that, you can do in your house um, <laughs> and get stronger because we know, you know, Hernsey, I think you, you've been probably blessed, you know, that Ghanaian blood has blessed you with some good strength. <laughs> so that's the reason yes. why, you know, you get that power. That's probably the reason why you've got that 49 minute, you know, 400 off the, off the, off the chain, you know, from the start. Definitely. Um, yeah. So like, you know, I think, Hernsey, have you experienced people, you know, say they get really fast because they get stronger in your classes? Have you had many people come in? And... Oh, yeah. I mean, um, 
I would say um, my results more came from people that would say, because uh, I had some, I, I was blessed with customers that would come in and say, yo, I got injured from running, but you know what? Being on the bike kept me fit. Like I actually have proof that people said like, you know what? I didn't miss a step in terms of conditioning. You know, my, I felt like my heart rate was still under control when I was to, went back on running. Um, it really works. You know, uh, you will see a major difference. Like, you know, sitting down and doing nothing, um, you know, obviously uh, gives you a couple of steps back and then you're going to have to rebuild again. But you just doing these bodyweight stuff and I really focus on cardio. So I really focus on getting that heart rate up and try to keep you on a constant in terms of, uh, yes, you're breathing hard and you're still, you know, you're really trying to catch your breath uh, after a session with me. But at least, you know, you got challenged and you really, really want to focus on, you know, keep on breathing, keeping that heart rate under control and, 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 just keeping it going, even though you feel like you're, you're, you know, you're, you're getting a little bit more tired and you can emulate that with the last 3K, right? When yeah. You're, you know, this is where you're really, really facing the toughest time in your run, but you really want to finish strong. And that's why I try to compare it to in each and every class. You know, that's, I mean, you can go, you can go to all my videos. You can still hear it. Like I always use that example, you know, that last 3K, we're almost there. Nice. Let's go for this last set. Yeah. Um, and smash it, you know, and, and it helps out. So, no, definitely, guys, like, try to keep moving. Try to find an alternative to do, which won't hurt that body part, which is hurting you right now in terms of injury. And let's keep it going, you know, no reason to sit still. Wicked, wicked. Like that. No yeah, reason to sit still. I think, uh, yeah, I like that phrase. Really good. So, you know, you, you've been you've been around the world recently, like you've been away, right? You've been where have you been? Uh, yeah, so now Belgium, but uh, longest time in Dubai. Uh, spent time in the US as well. Um, nice. Yeah, but that would that, that would be the most the biggest uh, two trips, US and Dubai. Yeah. yeah. And in terms of you know you're you're back now in well, apart from Belgium, you're going to go back to Amsterdam, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. So I'm back to a home base, you know, trying to get settled again. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good in terms of, you know, self. I feel like obviously quarantine helps you out as well. I got time to obviously think about what I want to do next. Where do I see myself in the next coming five and ten? And not really specifically, but just in terms of feeling like, how do I feel? What do I want to have around me in terms of people? And, and I really feel like I want to be back um with people that i'm familiar with you know uh and 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 obviously you have your friends from your hometown and you're just trying to feel be around them i feel i felt like i was gone for the longest time um missing birthdays but now obviously we're getting all getting older people are getting being fathers now have kids yeah you know and you just want to be that uncle for them as well so important um, phase and I, you know, you have to make a decision for yourself. Is that more important for you, or do you are you still curious to see what's out there for you? And I made that conscious decision that I really, you know, I felt like I did my, you know, I had my adventures, I had my fun. Now let's uh, put our roots back in Amsterdam and and really become, uh, you know, for the next one that is curious about the world. At least I could just now chat to them in real life instead of, you know, uh, being on a, on the Instagram DMs or stuff like that. I really want to be there for. People from my neighborhood, uh, you know, be a, be an example, you know, for kids that look like me that, you know, are keen to become a trainer. Um, just share my experience with them. Nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, 
it's and and you've got I, think, I guess it's that 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 point people say you know feeding back or or pulling pulling somebody up from you know pulling somebody up who is who is coming through um yeah. it's definitely essential and um I like that thought process really like that yeah. thought process what's the um what what would you say like you know with patter running what's the what's the from your perspective what's the the way how do you guys go about running you know you you talked about community vibe and things like that i guess yeah. like you know you're bringing in the youth as well right you've got the patter running youth program as well mm-hmm. like what would you say like patter is is about future proofing like you know from from what you experience and what you know the boss yeah my experience a, as well it's like a, it's 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 uh i would say you know it's not impossible right um i guess running is viewed i don't know if that's still the 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 the, the the view that it has these days, but people still think it's impossible for them to run eventually a half, eventually yeah. a full. Yeah. Um, and I feel like um, the view that we got as Pata running team with the individuals that we have in our team, um, it, it, we have individuals in our team, I would say as well, that resemble the lifestyle that somebody would live that would say that same text, like, hey, I cannot run a half. Because, you know, I'm not a runner. I don't have the body for it. I don't live the lifestyle that a runner would do. But what lifestyle do you have to live? All you got to do is put your running shoes on and go. Yeah. And you just went for a run is already a victory of itself. And try to do that consistently. um, And you'll try to do it correctly and the correctly uh, we're trying to advocate. So we're trying to really uh, give people the knowledge that we got out of our running experience, what we get out of our run and try to keep people, um, give people the excitement for, oh, I want to experience this too. I want to experience that freedom that I get in a long run. I want to experience me building up and getting longer. I want to ex- experience me going from a 5K to a 10K to a 15K. And all we do is show people around the world nowadays, which is crazy, um, how we do that in, in our little city called Amsterdam. And it's nice that you get the help from powerful teams from London and Berlin who do the same thing. And the community just gets bigger and bigger. And like, that's culture. It's, that yeah, is man. culture. And all we do is just tell them what we do, right? But it's the vibe, right? I think, you know, having that, that relaxed element and just being able to say like, yeah, it's possible, you know, you can you can live your life yeah. as you would do and, and still you can still run. Yeah. We just being our being ourselves and I guess, you know, people like to, you know, hear from us and the only way we com- we, we communicate in a way that people can understand it and and, and really yeah, I really want to listen to, I guess. I guess we're not too serious, but we're not too, not, but we still give information, still valid in points and valid information that people can use uh, for their training as well. So I guess we're the perfect middle ground. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. All right, so you know what? We're going to end it there. That, that's, I, I like that. We touched on some really good points and people got to know you, Hansi. So yes. if they want to follow you, what what's your what's your Insta? What's your handle? Right now, um, Instagram Hernsy Hearns. That's H E R N S Y, and then Hearns H E A R N S. 
that's my Instagram right now. Um, that's my main point of contact. Uh, send my message across. Uh, I uh, try to entertain our stories once in a while. Try nice, to post nice. some stuff once in a while. And and you know, uh, please follow my journey as I, I as I uh, try to get better in my job and try to know more about well-being and wellness. Uh, I'm I'm in a great space right now, uh, and I'm I'm seeing awesome stuff, and I'd love to share that with you. So uh, please keep an eye. So Hans, we have a thing on this podcast. Okay, so. I need your track of the podcast. And I'm going to play 10 seconds of the track at the end of the podcast. So tell me what track is on your is on your playlist right now? What track is on your mind right now after I chat? Give me a track. Oh, wow. Any track you like. Uh, I'll play... Uh, ooh, you got me there. <laughs> I know. It's a, it's a tricky I, one. It's a tricky one. I listen to a lot of stuff, but I would say the first thing that popped to my head was uh chaos on the c in the cbd chaos uh, on the cbd chaos in the cbd and okay. the track is called emotional intelligence okay okay uh, yeah pro- producers out of uh australia and they actually live in peckham i believe okay so so i think a little bit more uh closer to you yeah uh yeah man cool track a nice and relaxed track i feel like i'm in that mood i'm relaxed i'm vibey yeah. And uh, yeah, so you, sip on your uh, lemonade or whatever drink you choose. Sit on the couch and just chill and look at outside in your view. So nice. emotional, emotional intelligence, chaos in the CBD. Perfect. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for jumping on the Th- podcast. Man like Manny. Yes, yeah! man. Let's go. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Nice one. Nice. Here we are with Hernsey Hearns's track. Chaos in the CBD, emotional intelligence. Now, if you like that track, go and find it. Go and have a listen. I've been Manny. This has been the Running Lifestyle Culture Podcast. I've been talking to my good friend, Hernsey Hearns. If you've liked this episode, please go subscribe. Please comment. Let me know. And I will be seeing you very, very soon. Bringing you some smooth vibes in your ears. Stay safe out there, people. Peace. Coach Manny, out.